Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ezekiel Kajakai, and welcome back to the Kajer Express Season 2. On the show today, we have the lovely, intelligent, and hardworking Rochelle Pereira. On the show today, we dive into getting to know Ro. We play a few games, such as Rhyme Test and Speed Run and Back. At the end of the show, Rochelle tells us about her favorite childhood movies. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Ro, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here, honored to be a guest, and I'm excited. Excellent. I'm excited to have you as well. Now, I want to start out the show by kind of recapping how we actually know each other. You are friends with season one, episode one guest, Tatiana Abara. Tatiana! <laughs> Shout out to Tatiana, the one who helped me start this all. So we got to know each other through her, and that's how we got connected. Yes. So I don't normally ask my guests this, but what on earth went through your head when you first met me and you found out I ran a podcast? And even more so, eventually I asked you if you wanted to be on it. Oh my gosh, I love first impressions. It's interesting because I feel like typically when people ask you what their first impression is, it's like years down the line. So I like this. This is like our third time kind of like getting to know each other. So this is like early, but you know, I would definitely say my first impression of you was just like, wow, this guy's so like warm and friendly and you seem so smart. I was like, oh my God, he's so smart. <laughs> And I don't know, I just thought it was so cool how like you just met me and like I think like for the first or second time we talked, you like brought up your podcast, thought that was super cool. And I was like, what? This like cool person wants to like talk to me? I was a little shook and like starstruck. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm not a star, but I really appreciate it. That's very flattering of you to say. I think from the first impression of me to you, you exude such a positive energy and we kind of awkwardly met on Zoom. Yeah. Tati and her boyfriend, Kevin, were on the Zoom too, but I swear they were just kind of silent, like they were letting us talk to each other. And I was like, okay, I, I guess I'm going to introduce myself to you. And they yeah, were just kind of, so for me, it was a very memorable moment. And kind of that initial energy and impression you gave to me too, allowed me to think you might be a really good guest to have on the show. So that's why you're here today. So I'm thankful you wanted to take the opportunity you said such kind things about me. I mean, you exude such a warmth as well. And I think people think I'm smart. I'm not, I'm not sure why, but I really appreciate the compliment you gave me. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about some of your hobbies. You know that I am a basketball player. I love basketball. I've maybe, I've maybe heard you play basketball, but when I asked you, you told me you don't play anymore. Listen. What's up with that? What happened? What happened? I like to pretend that I got hops. Okay? okay. And I do play with coworkers. Um, I started a cute little like basketball after work group with some coworkers last year. Haven't done it because of COVID obviously, but it's just so fun to get out there. Basketball is just such a, like a good workout because it's like such an intense form of cardio, but then it also takes skill and it's like a team sport. So it's just a lot of fun. And this season, I have really been keeping up with, like, the, like, Western Conference. My team's the Lakers. Nice. They just advanced. Western champions, you know? They're heading we're gonna, there. We're going to win, you know? And so I just, I feel like COVID has really given me the opportunity to, like, actually follow along with basketball this year because I love it. I grew up watching the Lakers, watching the Lakers with my dad. It was, like, something we did as, like, 
mm-hmm. of father and daughter bonding thing right, but right. I feel like it kind of fell off once I like moved away to college and moved out of my house so I don't know it's just a nice thing I kind of went off on a random tangent there <laughs> no that's okay we're <laughs> listeners are getting to know you I'm getting to know you a little bit too I know we talk a little bit here and there but that's really good I know basketball is is a very fond memory to me not just because I played but also the connection to my yeah. family my my mother was actually one of the first women to ever be on the UCLA men's coaching staff oh and, my god that is so cool yeah thank you so she raised me basketball so I love basketball and, and even to this day while I don't play competitively anymore I still just love shooting around so Maybe once COVID is over, you know, we can get in the game of horse or something like that. Would love, would really love that. That's super fun. Actually, really quick. My dad also has like a history of basketball. So he's from Sri Lanka okay. and he was actually on the national team. So okay. he's kind of a baller. And um, unfortunately, I did not get any, get any of those genes. I wish I did, <laughs> but did not. <laughs> well, you're pretty tall, aren't you? You're, you're what, about f- five, five seven? Five, eight? Okay. Yeah, I'm five, eight. So I'm like, I have kind of the height, but gets a little awkward you know yeah of course, of course. I'm a double dribbler I'm not ashamed to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty you know <laughs> I didn't know you were part Sri Lankan my former roommate who was on the season one of this show was actually Sri Lankan too so oh. I don't meet too many people from you know from Sri Lanka or or have that the parents from Sri Lanka but that was pretty cool I didn't know that yeah I mean it's an itty bitty island like I feel like a lot of people I mean, it's just like a small country, obviously population small. So I also do not meet many other Sri Lankans. I actually don't think I have a single Sri Lankan friend. Well, now I have two. So <laughs> you got to catch up. I know I do. <laughs> so let's tell the listeners a little bit about the real stars of the show. You have two cats who are more so an extension of your family. They are my family. They're the loves of my life. Sorry. I'm (laughs) sorry. I got so excited. I cut you off. (laughs) Oh, no, it's okay. You can you can take the reins. So we have Binky and River. They have their own Instagram pages. Tell us about them. Okay, everyone right now, I need you to get on your little phones, open up your Instagram app. I know every single one of you has it. I need you to search. It's underscore Binky underscore Betch. It's Binky (laughs) Betch. And it's underscore River underscore Betch. It's River Betch. Follow them. My cats write their own captions. What other cats write their own captions, people? I'm simply a humble manager of these two accounts. My cats are the loves of my life. They are everything to me. I would give up anything for them. And just, I'm getting overwhelmed. Binky is my sweet 14-year-old Russian Blue. River's a new addition to the family. She's about a year old. And they're just like such characters. I literally could talk about them for hours. I'm not going to do that to Kai today, but know that I could. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. You know, I was going to ask you to drop some marketing for them, but you went right into it. It's like you're reading my mind. You know, we're really trying to like get some brand deals in the future, hopefully. So give them a follow, guys. They would really appreciate it. (laughs) Maybe some merch in the future. Maybe some shirts. Oh, for sure. Yes. Excellent. So they write their own captions. That's quite dexterity for some pause. I know they have really been doing like little finger stretches to really Mm -hmm. get in there, you know, the touch screen helps. So. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now you told me they don't necessarily get along, do they? No, there's a little bit of drama. So Binky, he's like a grumpy old man, right? He's been king of the house 
lord of manor <laughs> and we brought sweet little river along about like nine months ago and he was just not down she is just like this free spirit she's so lovey and cuddly and she just wants to be friends but he's like listen lady you're in my space you're in my domain how dare you try to eat out of my food bowl <laughs> Just like la 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 la, <laughs> and so they're unfortunately not friends. I'm really hoping that down the line they'll like eventually like sit on the same couch. Yeah, you know we haven't even gotten there yet, but hopefully I'm praying that one day they appreciate each other. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, I love that. Listen, lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, guys, please do give Binky and River a follow on Instagram at it's Binky Betch and it's River Betch. Yes. I follow them. I follow them myself too, just so you know. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yay. Now, on this podcast, we don't normally dwell on the quarantine going on because this is just a feel-good podcast. We want people to take their mind off things. But despite the chaos going on in the world 24-7, you've been managing during this quarantine. And you've told me, within reason, you've been having some of the best times of your life, just living with your roommates and staying afloat. Tell us a little bit about that. What are you doing to keep your happiness levels up? Yeah, well, I mean, I've definitely had like phases of quarantine. There have been my little downward spirals of depression. I'm not even going to lie to you. But like for the most part, I am very blessed to live with like two of my best friends. I'm just going to say it. We're in love. We're We're just like in love, you know? And I feel like I've had so many amazing friendships in my life, but like, I literally could cry. I'm not going to, but like thinking about them, they're just like two of the coolest, funnest, smartest, amazing people that I've ever met. And we just like get each other and like we're together all the time, but we just like have this amazing relationship where we just like know when one of us like needs space too. So it's just like a Mm -hmm. perfect balance of like always having fun. Right. And just being there for each other and supporting each other throughout this time. So very blessed. (laughs) I mean, good friends are definitely so valuable in this world especially during tough times right now with all the madness in the world going on so you guys hang out together you guys do you guys work out together cook together what kind of things oh yeah we are like a full domestic little household here we like cook together we work out together we watch shows together yeah we honestly just like eat breathe and do everything together It's gonna. I think about this all the time because obviously we're not. Ugh, I can't even say it. We're not gonna live with each other forever. But like I think about that, and it genuinely makes me sad. I'm like, one day that day is gonna come, and it's just gonna be such a different lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes, I can give you a little bit of hope here. I had not necessarily the same type of relationship, but I had a very good living relationship with my former roommates, mm-hmm. and we eventually have parted ways and now we live, you know, in respective places. And I felt, I felt that sadness, you know, I just, I really appreciated the two, three years we were together and we hung out all the time. There was never any drama, but I will let you know to this day, and it's about maybe five or six years in the past. Now we still hang out. We still text. It's, it's nothing's changed other than the fact that we don't see each other every day. So keep your head up, whatever happens in your future, you guys will always stay together. Yeah, I'll just cry about it, but it'll be fine. Nothing wrong with crying. So we had a chef on the show earlier this season. Where do you rank yourself in your ability to throw down in the kitchen? I can throw it down. I I think, like, I definitely have my strong suits. Like, I think I'm a pretty good baker. Okay. Breakfast, no one. Come over for brunch, you will leave 10 pounds heavier. Like, I am a huge, like, brunch 
and like breakfast person, I can make a mean pasta. Actually, recently, I just randomly, I had like nothing in my fridge. I was like, I'm starving. I don't know what to make. And I ended up make, I ended up making this beautiful like red onion, garlic, tomato, cream, butter sauce. Okay. Which is okay. penne, and it sounds kind of weird, but it's so good. It's my new obsession. That was some like butter on ciabatta. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, you know, I know we're still getting to know each other a little bit. So I'm going to go into a segment I haven't really done before on the show. Okay. It's about getting to know you. We're going to call it Get to Know Bro. I love it. Cute. Okay. Rhyme there. okay. So tell me, what is a strange food combination that you really enjoy and you think other people should try? I don't know why. This is a first. It's not strange, but I always put like chocolate chips in my popcorn. I feel like okay. a lot of people do that. Is that real? I don't know. But it's kind of like that salty, sweet. It's so yeah. good. You know, I, I'll give that to you. I think that's a good answer. I've, you know, the, obviously there's chocolate popcorn, but to just put the chocolate chips in there. I think yeah, and you put it right when you, it comes out of the microwave and it starts melting. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Dentists everywhere are like, don't eat popcorn, but you're like, let's, let's nope, do this. I will. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I would say, have you ever had macaroni and cheese with salsa? I've done like hot sauce. Okay. But similar. not salsa. Similar. similar. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I really like that as a kind of a not so common co- food combination myself. I feel like that's, it really would help cut like the fat in the cheese, you know? I feel like it breaks it up. So that would be really good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next question. This is probably one of my favorite questions of all time. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to judge you. Oh but no. I, but I am, but I am. Okay. You get one superpower. What would it be? And you can't choose the power to have more powers. Okay. I feel like I think about this a lot. I'm not going to lie. And I feel like my answer is always teleportation. Okay. Because listen, people say it's about the journey, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. I hate the journey. I just want to get there. Okay. And also <laughs> I've never spent another dollar on a plane. I never have to get on a plane. Oh my God. Teleportation. Easy. Yeah. And I mean, the time, the travel time you save, I mean, you know, I know you're out in the LA area. I don't know what kind of traffic you had to deal with before COVID and all this, but (laughs) teleporting, you don't even have to have a car. So you save expenses there. No more gas money. Yeah. Now, Now in your mind of teleportation, would your power allow you to like grab my hand and then teleport me with you? Or is that not allowed? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're already breaking the laws of physics and all, uh, i don't even is that even i don't know yeah i can do this like <laughs> in harry potter you can bring someone along with you <laughs> okay okay i love it i love it all right so do you want to know my superpower yes i do okay i've thought about this so many times in my life and i have like very op- very many options but today i think i'm going to stick with this one i would like to be like elastigirl but elastigai whoa and here's why if you like shot me with a bullet it would just like absorb into me and then just like pop back out and i'd be fine so no longer have to fear getting shot love built-in protection if i fell off a building i would just bounce right or i guess sometimes she can like you know expand herself and just become like a parachute so i think just to have that versatility of being stretchy and bouncy 
would would work out pretty well. Now I wouldn't be able to teleport, but then I could just come over and say, "Hey, can you teleport me over here?" Thing you can slingshot your body. Exactly. Literally slingshot your body. Exactly, (laughs) and I would. I I like it. I like it. So a a different way to travel as well. That's what I would choose. That's that's a good one. That's cool. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I like yours too. (laughs) All right. Next question. What do you think the greatest human characteristic is? I'm going to say empathy. That's like the first thing. And I think about this a lot, actually. Like, I think empathy would just make the world a so much better place because I think people can feel empathy, but it's like another level to act on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially with, if we're going to talk about like the current climate of this country or just like the world in general, yeah. if people could just like really empathize with like the struggles of others and actually I would change something about my life to make this better for someone else, even though I don't even know them, I think that would make things so much better. Unfortunately, I do think people run a little bit more self- selfishly than that. I would so agree. So that's unfortunate. I don't know. I feel like if as a society, we could just be like, let's like put empathy, empathy, in the forefront that would be super cool <laughs> i love that i love that rochelle for president i mean me for president <laughs> hey you got my vote i think i would that'd do be better great. than our current one i will say that <laughs> i would agree too i would agree too i think a lot of our listeners would but uh you know for me i think one of the biggest things as well empathy is a great answer people need to be less selfish and less entitled and, and just take some time to understand people on the line of that i would say the ability to communicate I think most arguments and disagreements come down to, I would say, maybe 90% of the time, a lack of communication and understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. Next question. Now, don't feel pressured to answer this any type of way, but what is your favorite podcast? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I listen to such random, random podcasts. Okay. I feel like I want to obviously say, like, the Cater Express and like um, my friend's podcast. <laughs> What's your oh, friend's podcast? Let's give them a little oh, bit of so shine. Her podcast is called One for You, One for Me. One for it's You, very, One for Me. Yes. And basically, she just like, it's kind of similar to this. She'll interview people, get to know them. Mm-hmm. And they're always just like really cool people talking about like a specific topic and they just get into it, you know? Okay. So, nice. I love these kinds of podcasts just because it is like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to get to know someone. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like. Not that I have like no new friends, but like I feel like recently as I've gotten older, it is a little harder to get to know someone right like on a deeper level. So I do love podcasts like this where you, it's just two people talking about their whatever topic and it's just like a nice form of human connection, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, I, I've I've taken this podcast into effect since the quarantine back in March and it's been just such a great opportunity not only to dive into my creative plans but also I think it's pretty therapeutic for me because like you said during quarantine especially I'm not going out I'm not meeting new people and through this I either am meeting somebody new like today with you and I or just really deeply connecting with a past friend which provides great entertainment but also just like good value for my life too and happiness yeah definitely so one for you one for me yes Oh, and I would just like to say, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast, Mm -hmm. but have you heard of the Bobo and Flex podcast? No, the Bobo and Flex? What's that about? It's so, I think that's one of my top podcasts. It's so good. It's just these two girls. They just like have such like philosophical conversations about like a lot of 
different topics and they're just so smart and so interesting and their perspectives are just so unique and they are just able to articulate these concepts in such unique ways and I feel like I get smarter when I listen to them so I really love that podcast too. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. That's a good selection of podcasts. All right, your final question and getting to know you. Okay. What is your weapon of choice during the zombie apocalypse? Oh, okay. I would probably, <laughs> I don't like scary things. I just pretend like nothing bad in the world happens like constantly. Okay. Um, but I guess like if I had to choose, oh my gosh, this is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Could I choose like a rocket ship where I simply eject myself from the planet? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to be the first to go, you know, oh. I, I can't. <laughs> you get your rocket ship. We'll get you that rocket ship. And I'll kill some of them. Yeah. With like the, the exhaust. Yeah. 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 Of but course. I just like to leave. I don't want any part of it. I don't want to fight for my life. Literally just eat me first day or like, let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good answer. Good answer. (laughs) All right, Rochelle, we're going to head into the gaming section of this show. Okay, cool. And the first game we're going to play is called Rhyme Test. Ooh, okay. I'm going to be rapping to you. And in my rap is a bunch of clues about a specific word I want you to say. So listen closely to the lyrics. And at the end of the bars, let me know what you think that word might be. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? All right, here's your first one. The word you're trying to guess is the same as a Greek god. This might be strange, it might be kind of odd. It's also the name of a certain type of razor. And it rhymes with a word that I probably shouldn't say here. Your final hint for this is to look up to the stars. There's eight of them, and the answer isn't ours. Um, is it Venus? It is Venus. Look I had coffee before this. I'm not bringing the starting to function. Look at you. Excellent job. Excellent job. All right. You kind of get how the game works? Yes, I got it. Okay. That razor hit was, that was it for me. <laughs> so, I, you know, I was thinking because when I, when I get these words, I eliminate very specific words. So, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't say outer space or anything like that because yeah. it'd be too obvious. So, I try to, like, dance around the word but still I love it. Make, it, make it work for you guys. <laughs> Okay, here's your next word, or your next rhyme for the next word. I just hurt my leg, and I can't walk. It's gonna be a while, so doc, we need to talk. What can I do? How can I get better? This thing you gave me makes me wanna wear a sweater. You're telling me this is all I can do? Control the swelling with a temperature that's blue? What did the doctor give me? Ice. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> ice. Ice. <laughs> Gotta control that swelling. That was, oh wow. I'm impressed with myself. I was a little scared. I was like, oh my God, if you can't get these right, I'm gonna be embarrassed. <laughs> I try to, I try to make these like moderately hard, but not impossible. That was you know, when I, when I've played this game before, there's some episodes where it's like way too hard. And then there's some episodes where it's like way too easy. So I'm trying to find like the in-between. Okay, this is your final wrap in this game. All right. You're two for two right now. This is your chance to go three for three. <laughs> if I took you out, we go eat in the morning. Nothing too fancy in your bowl, just something warming. We could go hiking, watch out for poison ivy. This might be 
the last time you ever try me But I was thinking ahead from the start to the finish And the food from this morning I noticed you didn't finish I got it right here, come quick to me fast I can use this food to help that rash Oatmeal? Oatmeal! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> Great job! Thanks! Great job! Excellent, excellent! Okay, the next game we're gonna play is called The Moment of Randomness. Now, this game, I have a random topic in my crazy head that I tend to think about from time to time, and I just need some answers, Rochelle. I just okay. need some answers. Okay. So. My topic today is, I was thinking about ways you can enter a room and also leave the room with the same word. And the only thing I could think about was the words, good day. So like, mm -hmm. I could come into a room and be like, good day, Rochelle. Like, especially if I was in like Britain, I could say yes. that. Yes. And then if I was like mad and angry and left, I could say, good day, Rochelle. And then like slam <laughs> yeah. the door. But I couldn't think of another word where I could do that with. Can you think of any other words that that's possible with? This is like a cheat, but aloha. Okay. That means hello and goodbye. <laughs> okay. I like it. I didn't think about that. Aloha. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and on the topic of just like linguistics and how words work, mm -hmm. I know we were talking about cooking and how you yeah. can throw down. You're the ultimate breakfast chef. Yes. And brunch stuff too. Don't forget brunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but how do you feel about food that's marketed simply by like just describing what it is? Like, for instance, you know how there's like cheese pizza? Mm -hmm. But then like they could spice it up and say four cheese pizza and all of a sudden it sounds a little bit better. Yeah. Or they, or they could say uh, brick oven roasted pizza. Like, like, to me, that doesn't make too much sense because I could take a pizza from Little Caesars and put it in a brick oven and be like, hey, I got brick oven pizza. All of a sudden, that is, I'm, very true. is that false advertising? Like, how do you feel about that? I just think it's kind of funny because, you know, how on like MasterChef, they're always like this artisanal flatbread with <laughs> aged like Asiago cheese yes. and pickled jalapeno. Like, they really just go for the like the name of what it is when it's like like a pizza you know yeah. so i just find it funny but i i kind of do feel like it adds something like if i'm in a restaurant and i'm looking at a menu and they do do that i'm just like oh my god is she fancy today like right? am i rich today so <laughs> I, I think it's fun i personally don't think it's necessary like you will not catch me doing that unless it's like a joke but i don't know i just think it's fun and like anything in this life that we can do to make life more fun i'm like yeah. go for it <laughs> absolutely absolutely you know i was thinking too what if we did that with ourselves like oh. if if tatiana introduced me as well she could say hey this is my friend kai but then she could be like this is kai a hazel-eyed guy right so there's like description just like we're describing four cheese pizza yeah how would you describe yourself to like kind of amp up the pizzazz behind you oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm so, i don't know um I feel like I'd be way better at this with other people. I don't know what I would think for myself. I'd just be like, Rochelle, this, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, we do it all the time with food on the Food Network. I guess we could do it with anything, right? Yeah. Some, something to think about. But then, you know, there's also times where I wonder why it's even necessary, such as like 
back to food where it's there's like orange juice and it says made with real fruit juice and that just makes me think well what was that what was happening in the first place yeah exactly so just a bunch of water sugar and food coloring apparently yeah it makes me sad (laughs) it does make me sad too all right our next game is called speed run but I'm going to change it up a little bit. Now, normally in speed run, you get five prompts. You get about 30 seconds to answer these five prompts. But I'm going to call this speed run and back. So you're going to get 50 seconds. You're going to go through the five categories. And then you got to go back through the five categories. Okay. Okay. So do you have any questions on how this game's going to work? So the second round, I just have to come up with a, a second answer. Right. Now, yeah, okay. this the second run through is going to be those same five categories. So you have to come up with a different answer. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Let me get my timer going. Your time will start once I read the first category. Okay, I'm ready. First category is a bone in the body. Humorous. A type of cat. Russian blue. A famous dancer. Oh no. Oh no. You can pass. Pass? (laughs) A state that ends in the letter A. Louisiana. A non US currency. Yen. Another non US currency. Peso. Another state that ends in the letter A. California. Another famous dancer. Another type of another type of cat. Um, calico. Another bone in the body. Uh, femur. <laughs> Two famous dancers. Oh my god! Why can't I think of anything? Literally, why is my first thought Barbie from the Nutcracker? Oh my, <laughs> um, oh my god! Why can't I think of a single dancer? Is J- does J Lo count? She dance Shakira. J Lo Shakira. Boom. Oh, my God. Wow, why can't I think of a single dancer? Oh, man. You did pretty well. That famous dancer was your bane. That was the the obstacle in this game for you. I literally, who? And that's so so sad because I know there's so many, but I'm like, why can't I think of a single one right now? (laughs) Well, we could go like real classic and do like Fred Astaire if you wanted to. Oh. Um, I would have accepted like, Michael Jackson as a famous dancer. J-Lo Shakira, as you said, definitely famous dancers. There's a lot of people out there. It depends, you know, how deep you are. In yeah, dance what game. type of dance? <laughs> yeah, any, any type of dance, any type of dance. But well done. Well done. You actually did that in a minute and one second. Oh, so I did. I failed. Well, technically, I, technically you did. <laughs> just I'm going to be honest with you. You know, our, our friendship has just started. I got to keep it honest. You did, yeah. you did fail, but I don't know. Maybe the listeners couldn't name a famous dancer either. Yeah, maybe. I'll tell myself that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rochelle. We are going to head to the final segment of the podcast, which is the top five segment. Ooh. And you are going to talk to us about your top five childhood movies. Yes. So, so these are going to be movies that, really impacted your childhood or maybe like your favorite movies as a child what kind of movies are you going to be throwing at us so both um they're definitely my favorite movies from childhood and then I actually talked to my sister last night about them and I was like oh my god these have really impacted the way I like handle a lot of aspects of life yeah so it's just this is 
I haven't like gotten deep into my thoughts into them, but I feel like there's a lot there. So this could serve as potentially a therapy session for myself. Oh. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> well, take a seat on the couch and we'll, we'll begin. <laughs> so do you want to go from five to one or do you not have them in a specific order? Uh, no, they're not in a specific order. Okay. All right. So let's start with your first movie that impacted your childhood. All right. Actually, can I just say them all and then? Oh, sure. Yeah, let's, let's say them all and then we'll dive into them. Okay. So my top five movies in no particular order are The Parent Trap, okay. The Sound of Music, Sister Act, Ooh. Air Force One, okay. and Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Okay. Have you seen all of these? I have seen all of them except Air Force One. <gasps> Oh my God, it is on Netflix right now. Young Harrison Ford fighting for his family. Oh my God, I just, should I give like a brief synopsis of each one? Sure. Or maybe I'll just give one that you don't know. Okay, okay. I mean, we can go through them all. We got some time. Well, I guess I will talk about what they're about anyway. When okay. We okay. Okay. Let's, let's start with, uh, let's start with Sister Act because that movie might be one of mine too. Because it just is- such a good one. Such a good one. It's hilarious. And I think a common theme with all of these, except Air Force One, is like there's like definitely an element. Oh, Air Force One is sound of music. But the parent trap, Sister Act and Mrs. Doubtfire, those are huge for me because they have like big elements of humor in them. Mm-hmm. Like there's something like the characters are kind of funny and like there's just I guess the parent trap that that one's not that funny. But anyway, sorry. Sister <laughs> <laughs> Act and Mrs. Doubtfire. Those two. Huge elements of humor definitely has impacted the way like I handle things I feel like my go-to when dealing with anything is just like humor making things a little lighthearted. because if you think about it both those movies have like very it's like they like the main topic is like a very serious issue like Mrs. Doubtfire this family is falling apart the parents are getting a divorce and this father just like is losing custody of his kids and then the sister act, this monster literally wants to murder her. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but they're both just such funny movies. And it's like a scary situation, but you're just like laughing the whole time because it's so ridiculous. These people choose to deal with it in like a very unique way. I don't know. There's, there's just such iconic lines that like me and my family were constantly like quoting from those movies. So I just really love those too. I think both of those movies have a great balance, as you mentioned, of comedy and reality. Like there's, there's definitely a serious tone and there's a moral lesson to learn, uh, but a lot of comedy, you know, between Robin Williams and Whoopi Goldberg and the, and the yeah. supporting cast as well. Now, do you like Sister Act 2? Have you seen that one? I have. I definitely still like the first one better, okay. but I do, I do like that one. Okay, and then you had Air Force One, The Sound of Music, and Parent Trap also on the list. I'll get into Air Force One next because that's a little bit more serious, and it's the one that you haven't seen. So essentially, I'm not going to spoil it because I think you need to go watch this movie. It's so good. Can you forgive me for not seeing it? I can forgive you. I just think you're simply missing out. (laughs) Fair. But pretty much Harrison Ford, he is president of these United States. And he is coming home from, like, some conference in, like, Russia, I think. And Air Force One is hijacked. I can't say any more. Actually, I will have to say more as we discuss. You can say more. Basically, basically, 
Air Force One is hijacked, and he, oh my god, there's just, it, this movie's so good. Oh wait, so the hijackers, they obviously take over the plane, everyone's a hostage, but the president gets into this pod, sorry, I'm spoiling the movie, everyone, he gets into a pod, and he escapes, or at least the terrorists think that they do, and so they're, like, on the phone with, like, the U.S. government trying to, like, negotiate, like, give us the president, because we want him to release this prisoner that he, like, has put in prison for, like, some whatever mm-hmm. um but little do you know that the president did not get in the pot he is still in the plate and the whole movie is just him saving everyone <laughs> and like his family his like wife and daughter are like the hostages and it's just like him fighting for his staying for his family and doing the right thing for the country and it's just huge yeah usa vibes but it's just such a good movie <laughs> excellent excellent so that's more of an action movie would you say action, Definitely. action drama yeah drama lots of action it's so good and i think the reason why i have like a soft spot in like a weird way and a common theme with all five of these movies is like the theme of like family mm-hmm. and doing anything you can to like protect them or be with them or whatever the case may be when you love someone you'll just do it you'll stay on that terrorist plane and save them you know <laughs> yeah yeah and so i feel like that's just something like all these movies they're all movies that i watch literally hundreds of times with my family like every time we'd have a family night it would just be like an endless cycle of these five movies pretty much like we all we would repeat watch these movies all the time and even when i go home now as like an adult we will still pick one of these movies we always watch them and with air force one in particular there's just this scene where harrison ford he's not just the president but he's like a father and a wife and it's just this whole thing where he literally will not give up he's just going to save his family you know so that's awesome I mean I think to take that away from the movie although I haven't seen it but I will to take that away as the value and maybe some of the characteristics you want to embody as you go on with your life I think that's very valuable too yes definitely awesome and then finally the sound of music yes with Julie Andrews. Julie right? Andrews, Julie Andrew. American Sweetheart. She's so cute. Oh, I love Julie Andrews. Anyway, that, I, so I love music and I love choral music and I love choir music. And just like, that's like the vibe, you know, of that whole movie. Just, she's so talented. She's like a great actress, but then like that voice. Yeah. I just love the whole soundtrack of that movie. It's amazing. And then just, it's just such an interesting story you know, of this woman who, like, is about to commit herself to a life of, like, being a nun, but then she's, like, sent off because the nuns are, like, listen, girl, this ain't it for you, and we know this, but you don't know this yet, and she, like, goes, and she, like, doesn't realize that she's fallen in love, but then, like, she makes this family her family, and they all love each other, but then there's other lady who, like, it's just in the way, you know, I forget her name, what is her name? Uh, woman uh i don't know off the top of my head either oh i don't remember but anyway she's just like in the way and like that scene where you know after she leaves and she comes back and they're in the garden and she's in that blue dress and they're just like singing to each other yeah literally kill me that really just ruined me for life like i was like that is the most romantic thing i've ever seen in my whole life (laughs) (laughs) and it's just such a feel-good movie where it's just You know, I just love being in my feelings. And that's just like a really get in my feelings type of movie, you know? Okay, okay. Now, do you like other musicals as well? Or is that you're like kind of one-stop shop? I really love musicals. Okay. I like musicals too. Definitely 
a good part of my life is musicals. Now, I know you wanted to hear some of my childhood movies as yeah. well. I mean, we could go as back as say maybe like The Lion King and Land Before Time were like <gasps> big in my childhood. Specifically, <laughs> specifically because my mom has told me this story that that's when she knew that like kind of I had empathy because when the mom dies and and Mufasa dies, like <laughs> I got really sad and I wanted to make sure my mom was not going to do that. And yeah. so like very, very like emotional moment for me as a kid in both of those movies, you know, losing a parent and, mm-hmm. you know, knowing like, well, how do you even move forward from that? Yeah. Um, I would say also as like a childhood movie is the, the rush hour films. <gasps> so for one and two specifically i know people hate on three but i like three as well one Um, and two is so good yes so good (laughs) like though like those are movies that even though i haven't seen them in a while i could probably watch and immediately start going word for word with those movies (laughs) (laughs) so yeah just comedy and action and then more on the serious side there's a movie called finding forrester have you ever seen that movie no i haven't seen that one okay so i'm gonna watch air force one Okay, and, and I then watch, I watch, Finding, watch Forrester. Finding Forrester. So Finding Forrester is Sean Connery as the main actor, and then an actor known as Rob Brown. And mm-hmm. it's about an inner city kid who's a basketball player, but he's actually a really good writer. And he gets accepted to this prep school for basketball, and he becomes friends with Sean Connery, who's like a kind of reclusive author that people haven't mm-hmm. like no one talks to because of something that happened in his life, which I won't spoil, but the basketball player writes a paper and the school believes he plagiarized simply because he's black. And and so it's a, it's a great, it's not a basketball movie, even though I love basketball, it's, Mm -hmm. it's definitely like a movie about him finding his own and dealing with, you know, the unjust rulings of, you know, public school and mm-hmm. racism. It's just a really deep movie. And I think it's impacted me just to keep my mind open about everything going on in the world. And just because someone yeah. in authority says something doesn't mean it's true. Yes. So, so I, I really, really, really love that movie as well. Oh, well, I definitely want to watch that one. So yeah, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Rochelle, that is going to conclude our show. You made it all the way through. You did fantastically. I hope you had a good time today. This is so much fun. What a great way to start a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that. Well, thank you so much for being on this show. I'm looking forward to spending more time with you, you know, as our lives go along. And I'll be checking out your friend's podcast, too. Great. I'm sure she would love that. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. You're very welcome. And that's that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Cager Express. All audio and music production was brought to you by me, Ezekiel Cager Kai. With the help of my friends, we write this show for you. If you like what you heard, subscribe to us on your favorite listening platform. And if you really like what you heard, Give us a share on your social media so others can find out about the Cager Express. Feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Cager Express. New episodes come out on Thursdays. And stay tuned this year for the new storytelling series, Time Is All We Have. But until next time, you know what time it is. Stay smart, 
stay safe and have fun.